Are you one of the 75% of runners that gets injured every single year? Maybe you get little niggles within your body or you get regular reoccurring injuries that cause you issues that ultimately stop you from running, which is very frustrating. Well, guess what? You can run better. You can run for longer using less energy and you can reduce your injury risk and run pain-free. And you can do that by getting a run better video analysis from a running coach like me. I'll be able to do this online or in person. And how it works is you simply, if you're doing it online, you simply send me a video of you running. I will analyze that for you. I will give you some coaching techniques and tips and I will show you what is happening. I will break it down. I'll show you what is happening within your running form at this moment in time. And we will work to help you to run better. So whether you're wanting to do this online or in person, if you're wanting to understand how you're running and how you are running is causing some of the issues that you're experiencing within your body, make contact with me today and we'll be able to help you run better. Hello and welcome to the Run Better podcast. My name is Ash. I'm a running coach, I'm a personal trainer, I'm a weight management qualified coach, and I'm also a yoga teacher. In this episode, I'm going to answer one of my friend's questions. So Darren sent me a question, and I'm going to answer this question because I think, there's a, again, there's a lot that we can look into with this question, and we can take away from this question. And Darren asked me, how can I add warm-up movement into my actual running? So you go straight out of your house, and you could do a few movements as you go to help improve your recovery. So I think that's a really, really cool question because a lot of us do tend to cheat our little warm-up and our, our cool-downs. So I'm just going to break that down. But before I do, I just want to look at a couple of reasons as why why it's important to warm-up and cool-down. So we, it helps to reduce our stiffness in our muscles and our joints. It helps to keep us flexible. It helps to keep our body loose and flexible. Uh, it also, in terms of the cool down, it gradually brings down our heart rate uh, and our breathing rate in a, in a much more kind of gradual, progressive way, which is a lot healthier way to bring your heart rate down rather than just stopping and then going straight into your everyday life again. So it's much better and healthier to just a gradual process, let your heart rate come down, let your breathing rate come down with a good cool down. It helps relaxation. So when you're starting to bring your, your breathing down, you are starting to, again, naturally relax because you will hopefully start to return to your nasal breathing and you will your body will soften, which again is great for easing out tension and stress from your body. It also, the cool down, it helps that a little bit of a slower transition back into normal life, which it gives you that little bit of an opportunity to, of time to reflect on the run and time to reflect on the rest of your day, the time to reflect on whatever it is that you was maybe thinking about. So it just gives you that little bit of an opportunity where you've reduced the intensity and it then gives you that opportunity to just slowly transition back into your everyday life a bit more kind of mindfully, a bit more conscious and you're able to focus a little bit better on what you're going to do next. So those are a few reasons why it is important to warm up and cool down. Uh, and let's dig, dig, dig down deep into the actual nitty gritty of a thing that we can do to warm up. So if you're leaving your house, Darren, and other runners like Darren, 
the first thing that you can do is give yourself the opportunity to walk. So don't start your Garmin or your Strava straight away. Or if you, if you do, be okay with 30 seconds of walking pace. But just give yourself at least 30 seconds before you actually start running. So just walk for 30 seconds just to get into that rhythm of moving your body in a natural way. Let your heart rate just start to increase slightly. And then we can start with just some nice, gentle little skips. So again, maybe 30 seconds of walking. Then maybe 30 seconds of just really gentle, soft, light, coordinated skips. And again, don't worry too much about what you look like. I know that people straight away will be thinking like, oh, but I'm going to be skipping down the road. It's absolutely fine. You just have a smile on your face. And you can only, you don't have to do it for 20 to 30 seconds. Just to, again, a quick warm up. It's better than just going straight into your running. You're going to warm your calves up. You're going to warm your ankles and your toes and your knees and your hips. So just a gentle little skip for maybe 20 to 30 seconds. And then just do some really light butt kickers as well. So just really trying to bring the heel in towards the, the bum. So you're warming those hamstrings up a little bit more. And again, only 20 to 30 seconds. So this quick warm-up is only going to be maybe three minutes. You've just left your house. You're walking. Then you're doing some light skipping. Then you're doing some really light butt kickers. And then you're just doing some really light high knees. So just exaggerating the knee drive movement a little bit. Just, again, to wet the hip flexors and the hips. Just loosen them up. And again, that's maybe... Already, that's only like two minutes. And if you just want to maybe increase it ever so slightly, then just do that. But you've got a two-minute really quick warm-up that is going to be better than just going straight into your run so just go at a gentle pace with those exercises and then you can start into your run so great you've, you've just started and you've loosened you prepared your body and you're on, and you're off into your run when you're coming back give yourself a make time for at least a five minute extra cool down so whether you just give yourself five minutes on the on the top of your run uh, on top of your usual run, or you uh, just just add this into the time that you're going to do anyway, and you can use going around the block, or you can use going up and down your street, or your ten foot, whatever it may be. And the first thing you would do was to start to bring that heart rate down is just start to take it to a walk. Again, you may be walking around the block, and just walk for for about three minutes, just to start to bring your heart rate down, to start to bring your your breathing rate down. If you're not nasal breathing, make sure that you are starting to nasal breathe, so you can help that recovery, help your body get more relaxed and softer and less tense. So we're just starting to cool down, walk. That would be the very first thing of our cool down. Then we would do some slow high knees. And if we can, if you've got a good balance, you can just hug your shin and just get a little bit of a squeeze of the shin and the knee in towards the chest so that you can just work a little bit of mobility and squeeze into the hips and the knees. Just nice and slowly, and you only have to do that again for maybe 30 seconds, just a bit of mobility work at the end. And then you can do some walking hamstring stretches. So you may have seen this, it's where you uh, dig your, say for instance, if we're going to do it on the left leg, you dig your left heel into the floor with a nice straight left leg, bringing your left toes up off the floor, and then nice and slowly just bringing your head and chest towards the floor, keeping the back straight, and then just nice and slowly goes the, the furthest point that you can go down, and then just gently coming back up. A couple of steps, and then we're going to alternate to the right side, so digging the right heel in, lifting the right toes with a nice straight right leg. Gently come down to the furthest point you comfortably can, find it feeling that stretch in the back of the thighs, and come back up. And you just alternate like that for, again, maybe 30 to 45 seconds of left, then right, just stretching those hamstrings. And then we're going to find a curb. So we're going to find the edge of the road, and we're going to stretch 
make sure that you're safe, actually. Make sure you don't stand on the road and you're in the way of passing vehicles. I don't want to get blamed for encouraging you to step out in front of a vehicle. Anyway, just step, find a cab or find some high step and pop your pop the balls of your feet onto that step and that curb and then let your heel drop down and lean your body weight forward to push your chest and your, and your belly button forward so that you find a nice stretch into the calf muscles and then down into the heel, to the Achilles heel. And just hold that for, again, maybe 15 to 30 seconds and you've got a really good, gentle, perfect little five-minute cool down there that's going to help you. And then you can do those curb stretches or the step stretches maybe on your doorstep. So you're ready to go back into your into your house and ready to start your everyday. And again, like I say, it gives you that opportunity to just bring your heart rate down, slow your breathing down, relax your body a little bit, relax your mind, reflect on what's just happened, reflect on how you're then going to approach the, the, the next part of your day as you step into your house and whatever it is that you may be doing, starting your recovery with, with your food or carrying on with the rest of the day, whatever it is. So I hope that's helped, Darren. And that is, uh, again, like I say, a really handy tip that you can use where you don't have to kind of really separate your cool down, your warm up and your cool down. You can integrate it into your everyday running just by adding those few little exercises in. So I hope that's helped. And if it's helped you, um, try and incorporate some of those things into your everyday running. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review wherever you're listening to your podcast. It helps other people find the podcast. And if you want your question answering, I will gladly do an episode just for you. So you can leave the five-star review and ask me a question that you have. Anything to do with running-related, training-related, hills, intervals, footwear, um, running form, injuries that you might be getting, whatever it may be, Answer, ask the question and I will hopefully be able to answer your question with a full episode. So thank you for listening to the Run Better podcast.